Hey guys, thanks for tuning into Real Life Conversation. So much to say. I want to share my thoughts on what I believe is one of the causes behind the injustice and subsequent on social unrests we've seen in recent weeks. Um, and just the whole Black Lives Matter motif. Over the past few weeks, I have been challenged to have an honest dialogue about anger and bitterness in our community, specifically in the black community. In some ways, the presence of anger and bitterness is understandable. And um, however, on the other hand, I believe it is at a critical level and it needs to be addressed. I want to start off with this. In the Bible, the Apostle Paul, in his letter to the urban community, Ephesus, and we in church famously call them the Ephesians, he wrote to them about this issue of anger and bitterness. And he warned them that even though anger has its place at times, if left unchecked, will lead a person or in this situation will lead the community down a horrible path or maybe even a path of no return. He said it like this, don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. And that's found in Ephesians chapter four, verse 26. But that statement Paul made is a quote from Psalm, Psalm 4, verse 4 exact, in which he said the first half of the quote verbatim, but his conclusion was slightly different from that of the psalmist, right? The original quote goes something like this, don't sin by letting anger control you, which is what Paul repeated verbatim. But they seem to take a different um, perspective here. Listen to what the psalmist said. The psalmist says, but think about it overnight and remain silent. Now, under normal circumstances, right, the psalmist suggests that a person should take some time overnight and process their anger in silence. Under normal circumstances. But for the Ephesians, it would seem the circumstances were less than normal. And there were greater sense of urgency. And you can hear it in Paul's tone. There was a greater sense of urgency. And therefore, Paul's conclusion was that this is something that needs to be addressed now. The same day. It could not wait until the next day. I I look at it like this, that... Paul realized that the issue with the Ephesians has gotten to a point where they couldn't just sleep on it. Not like the psalmist is suggesting. And so if you go down a few verses, Paul got up close and personal with the Ephesians. He got real honest about the root causes of this issue. And, you know, this is something I feel that we as a community, we as a society, we're not willing or we're not even ready to face in ourselves and others. But Paul got really honest with the Ephesians about the causes. And he said something like this in verse 31 of Ephesians 4. He said, get rid of all bitterness, rage, 
anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as as well as all types of evil behavior. You see, for the Ephesians, as Paul observed, anger was quickly taking control of their hearts and their minds. And so for him, action was required immediately. Not overnight, not not think about it in silence, but something that needs to be acted on now. You know, it is said that all bitterness starts out as hurt. And most times that emotional pain comes from looking at the abuser or I like to say the perceived abuser as taking something from us and we cannot get it back. You know, you look at them as committing a grieve injustice as wronging you and causing you grief. And and if we look at it that way, we realize that it's a subjective process. And, and what that says to me is that bitterness is an act of one's will. It's not something that's happening um, to you outside of your control, but it's what you are choosing to become. It's what you are choosing to hold on to. It's what you are choosing to develop, to nurture in yourself. I want to go back a little bit and touch on that phrase I mentioned, perceived abuser. Someone once asked me, what is it that white people have to be angry or bitter about? And the question came out of the fact that blacks are the oppressed for the most part historically. And if the whites are the oppressors, then why are they angry? Since they most often, always, had the upper hand. Dr. Robin D'Angelo, the author of a book called White Fragility, explains so graciously the source of what she entitled White Bitterness. She said this, She said, there is something profoundly anti-black in this culture and that nothing seems to turn white people's cranks of resentment like thinking black people got something over on us that they didn't deserve. She went on to say that a deeper belief is that blacks are inherently undeserving. Please don't get me wrong here. I don't want to paint all whites with her perspective. But I'm sure for some whites out there, someone out there, I'm sure for some of them, blacks are, blacks were, and are still the perceived abuser. We we have probably rocked the boat, so to speak. However, though, anger does not have to be destructive. There's a quote by Malcolm X I want to I want to repeat here. He said usually when people are sad, they don't do anything about it. They just cry over their condition. But when they get angry, they bring about change. Because anger in and of itself can bring about amazingly positive changes in yourself and in mine and others it can bring about change 
But the undeniable truth is that if left to fester, that righteous anger eventually becomes the corrosive ulcer that is bitterness. Stephen Diamond, PhD, he defines bitterness as a chronic and pervasive state of smoldering resentment. A chronic and pervasive state of smoldering resentment. He also went on to say that it is one of the most destructive and toxic of human emotions. And that is so true, especially with what we've seen happening over the past few weeks with the violent protests, past few months even. And specifically with what we have witnessed in the media with Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and most recent, Jacob Blake. Those tragic deaths were a result of bitterness. Bitterness can, bitterness is that, um, is that thing that can eventually come to define some essential part of who a person is. It can take hold of our very personality and we'll end up becoming victims victims not so much of anyone else but of our own selves as we saw with the cop who had his knees on the neck of mr floyd Derek shaven that cop was a victim of his own bitterness and that is something that he should have dealt with immediately a long 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 time ago and like the ephesians just like the ephesians And just like many of us today, we need to get rid of it right away. Just like Paul suggested. Get rid of all bitterness, anger, harsh words, slander. And and he just went on to say all types of evil behavior. Just get rid of it because it feeds into this thing that creates bitterness. But I want to say something here. That... that those you know people on both sides may not want to hear but I want to say I'm going to say it anyway it is if bitterness exists in you or I the ultimate remedy the ultimate remedy are you ready for it the ultimate remedy is forgiveness and I know I know that this is something many find very very difficult but forgiveness alone will heal us in such an awesome way and give us the strength to let go off of grievances and resentment and that's something though bitterness is something that the policies and the legislations cannot remedy bitterness cannot be remedy by policies and legislations. And we do need some policies in place and we do need um, more, more better legislations in, in place. But forgiveness though, forgiveness is the single most powerful antidote for this venomous desire of bitterness, poisoning our system and destroying our society. Forgiveness. Derek Shaven, like many others should forgive they should have forgiven they should forgive themselves 
and others so it can provide healing for their bitterness. And not just them, but it's, it, it is the responsibility for each and every one of us. We need to learn to forgive each other. We really need to learn to forgive those who are abusers and those who we think are abusing us. But you know what? As a society, I believe, though, that a good place for us to start is to be honest with ourselves. That's just that's so difficult for a lot of us. We need to be honest with ourselves and we need to start holding ourselves accountable. Also, and this is a really big one, we need to also be honest with our own ethnic brothers and sisters and also hold them accountable. Hold them accountable to the moral values we were taught. The dignity and sense of decency that will make our communities thrive and safe for everyone. But in addition to that, we need to develop a new way of looking at our past, our present, and our future. And patiently, patiently go through the process of letting go off of resentment that has negatively affected our lives over the years. Because it has. We can deny it, but it's undeniable. Bitterness has affected our lives negatively. We need to start reflecting on how letting go of bitterness can improve our future and help to promote a sustainable and peaceful future for our communities. Even if you you don't want to do it for yourself, but you need to do it for yourself because that's the only way you're going to help your children, your grandchildren, your neighbor, your family, your co-worker. But I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with another advice that the Apostle Paul gave. And he gave this to the urban community in, in Colossae called the Colossians. He said this. He said, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offend you. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Colossians chapter 3 verse 13. Paul's statement is not a demand for overnight perfection. It's not what he's trying to accomplish here. He realized that it will be a process. It takes time. But you need to start somewhere. It's not a statement for overnight perfection, but it is a call for immediate action. Immediate action. Start with your family. Start with your children. Start with yourself. That's the first step. Start with yourself. Family, co-worker, neighbor. And it won't be easy, my brothers and sisters. It will not be easy. Especially among us as as black folks. It will not be easy. However, very beneficial in the long run. Thank you for listening. And have a God-blessed day.